Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast, It's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Phil Roots, and Tim Sway. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 104 for November 1st, 2017. This week's top Patreon supporters are Make, Build, Modify, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta. Whoa! Nice reveille. Thank you. Scott Turner, Greg Mead, Chad Grossclaws, Shane Bronson, Keith Decent, Rory May, Ryan Ridgely, Jeff Shaw, and Infinite Craftsman. What uh, what are we working on? Let's go first with, um, let's start with Bill. Bill, what are you working on? I am still working on your guitar. I appreciate that, man. What, uh, what's the holdup? Yeah, what's what's the holdup? What's going on there? <laughs> uh, I, I've I've had company. I'm busy. I have a life. I have a full time job on top of this, and coming with a guy that has all of those things as well as three children, I guess I'm not going to get any tears from you. Very little sympathy in that regard. So three children under five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, four. Always... If you count me. <laughs> well, I do. Um, four, I always. I always think of that Homer Simpson quote because he's got three kids also. He's fictional, but uh, he goes, he goes, I have three kids and no money. Why can't I have no kids and three money? (laughs) (laughs) I guess you got to be a parent. Well, I I guess you just got to speak idiot because, I mean, basically three is not much more than zero as far as money, but it's still funny. There's anyway. a picture of me on my that was just posted on my um, Facebook timeline. I was in San Francisco, and on this bench are these bronze, uh, see no evil, hear no evil, whatever monkeys, yep. and they're kind of life size chimpanzees. And there's a gap in there, so I kind of bent behind the bench and was just I had my face right there. And I don't know why I needed to tell you that. I know why because there was a little bit of time between the last time you spoke. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. I swear to God, this is so funny. I have a knock-knock joke. But Phil, seriously, hold on. Hold on. I have a knock-knock joke, but I want you to start it. Knock-knock. Who's there? (laughs) (laughs) Scold. (laughs) I just think that's funny. (laughs) <laughs> and just last week you told us you stopped doing drugs uh, Flashbacks, man Yeah PTSD Something store in your fat cells And I have a lot of those So Time release I'm like a I'm like a What do you call it? The aspirin The release Time release um, Yep Leave I'm like a leave Maybe you would like to Leave the podcast. I know, there's so many puns. I was trying to figure out which one you were going to go with. <laughs> anyway, so I'm I'm working on a gift for you, is, is what I'm doing, Phil. And clearly, you. I'm very grateful. I, yeah. I can tell that. And yeah. deserving. Yeah, it's super deserving. Why don't you I'm... go now? Will you always have us go first? What are you working on, Phil? So we don't forget you this time. What are you working on? Um... Oh, enough about you, Phil, anyways. <laughs> yeah, no, go ahead, Tim. I... <laughs> Sorry for sucking up all the all the air in the room. Uh, let's see here. What am I working on? Uh, I got a bunch of things. One of them was I finished the planar cart video. Sponsor didn't like it, so I had to redo it. 
kind of, um, I don't know, I'm not super proud of this video because I'll be honest with you, I'm like, maybe this is a little bit too much behind the curtain stuff, but <clears throat> uh, it, it comes across really infomercially, and I sort of did it like tongue-in-cheek in that regard because I thought like they'd see it and be like, no, 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 that's way too far, we want to be more subtle, but they're like, oh, we love it! So I was like, oh, good! Uh, and, and this sort of directly relates to our topic, which is thinking it through. And I'll be honest with you. I did not think it through when I just sort of very quickly signed the contract with the, with the sponsor, because ultimately they own the content. So they, they are fully in charge. I gave them what they wanted because I had to, but on the next go around, I think I'm going to be a lot more judicious about the phrasing of the contract and you know, that they, that I have full creative control and that I have right of veto on anything. But in this case, I didn't. And ultimately, it means I'm going to be putting out a video that is not exactly my style. Um, but there are elements of it that I really like. I did voiceover for the first time where I, where I wrote out what it was that I was going to say ahead of time. So it comes across really sort of professional. So I like that. So I learned from it, which is ultimately the goal of anything that I'm trying to do is to learn from it. And so I learned from that and I really like that style. So I probably will do that again, but I literally put in MSRP pricing. I have to send you guys this, uh, the unlisted video. I want you to take a look at it and let me know if it's like horribly bad, but we will. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Which part watch it or tell me that it's horribly bad. Well, I can tell you right now it's horribly bad just to get that out of the way. So now I can watch it with a clear conscience. Um, But let me ask you, so do you have a contract with every sponsor that you've done so far? Or is this the first time? No. This is the first time. And these guys, like, they gave me money to do this. So okay. it's not just exchange of product. It's exchange of product. be like, yeah, whatever. I made you a video. You sent me your stuff. Great. But they're yeah. actually paying me for the content and paying me for build plans. And, uh, and they sent me, like, two boxes full of product and stuff to put in the video. And it was my choice what to put in it. So there was some control in that regard. Um, and I got to choose the project and the joinery and all that stuff. So I did get to learn quite a bit. I never used dowels before. You, you've said that um, three times during this. So I think that's that's a thing. That's not that's not nothing. You know what I mean? That's, that's something yeah. huge. It sounds like you learned a lot. So that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And you can share that with me when I start growing up on my videos. Well, and, <laughs> and it's like we said a, a few episodes back about like, do you have any regrets or whatever? You know, it's like, you know, maybe there's like this regret at the moment because you're still in it. But in six months from now, the learning and the value oh, of yeah. that, you know, and you know that. I do. Is, as an adult, you know that. When you're, you know, when you're younger, you're kind of like, oh, this is the end of everything. Oh, you know, but. No, um, I- Cause I already am getting like crap every day still on that stupid pocket hole jig video, which is up to like 75,000 views. And every day I'm like, I think at 75,000 views, I'm pretty sure that there's a button there that says you have to stop whining about the trolls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe. But you know, and the other thing, is- <laughs> but they are saying that I'm, I was very infomercially, so I was kind of concerned about that happening to this one. Well, it, it probably 75,000 views. Yeah, but you know, and it probably it probably will happen on this. And then there's the learning experience that yeah. not only not for you, but for Miles Craft. If you continue to have a relationship that's, with him, you'd be like, hey, you know what? You see the views? Read the comments. Do you want to look like you're just out there, sh- you know, schlepping your stuff through my channel, or do you want to make some content where people want to go out and buy your crap? Yeah, that's but, what I'm trying to give you. But you pigeonhole me in this contract. Now it's going to cost you twice as much for me to make the next video, and I have com- complete creative content. 
Well, that might be cool. But whoa, whoa, whoa. so I'm Somebody asking went you to both. Law school, okay. Yeah, I'm asking you both now. What would be more <laughs> important to a company like Miles Craft is the amount of views that they're getting, so the exposure to their product, because controversy, controversy is not always a, you know what they no, say. No, exactly. Press is good press, and that's part of that managing expectations mm-hmm. of of the relationship with the the retailer. Like you know, I I you know have the relationship with Vectric now, and and I go and I I do these silly things where I I throw their names out, and then with CNC router parts, and I and I and I, I make it light of it, like hey, look at me, you know, and and I make a joke out of it, and they're like Vectric's even said to me like you don't have to say our name as often as you do, like that's totally cool, like because they understand the subtlety of just yeah, the constant, constant marketing, exactly. But Milescraft doesn't get that yet. They're looking at it like oh, here's a channel that's going to make free commercials or very inexpensive commercials for me. Yeah, and so now they when new. they see, we do say that. What's that? They we have had this conversation yeah. where they're like, "Yeah, we're really new to this, and we're sort yeah. of both feeling this out on both ends." So bear with us, that kind of a thing. Yeah. So they are. My question I, is, will are be they a good going, partner? Are they going to care if you you say, "Hey, I don't like the way this came out." Look at the comments, or, or are they are they going to say, "Oh, you're right. We don't want people saying things like that." Or are they going to say, "Hey, bottom line is, it's got a whole lot of views." I don't know. I've only done one video with them so far. It did get a lot of views. I didn't want to bring that up because that's going to be a trump card later on. Do you have a? Uh, but um, let them see this. Yeah. Do you have a? Um, yeah. Let them. Yeah. Don't even bring it. Just let them watch the fallout. Yeah. Exactly. You know. However, it happens. Who knows? It might do really well, and you find a new niche for yourself. You're the next, uh, you know, infomercial guy. But um, the, uh Yeah. Exactly. The um, the. Do you have a coupon code or anything? Uh no. Like That's so, there's any, there's no way of tracking sales based on your. Oh well, I can tell you that I put in my Amazon affiliate link on the last video, yeah. and it's doing very very well. So, Excellent. so I know pe- people are clicking like crazy. Well, so then do it on the on this one too, of course. Yeah, for you'll sure. have that. So you'll have some method of tracking. So then you can. You know, and that's and so if you say to Miles Crowd, I mean, if you want to develop a relationship with them, it's like, well, okay, well, we tried it this way. Let's try it my way and see what happens. Now, you know? what happens? So let me ask you this: What happens if I love this topic? And Tim, we'll get to you about what you're working on uh, right now. What oh, you're yeah, working sure. on is giving me a Skip lot of me information. Again. So, <laughs> what happens if, let's say, they go, okay, you know what, Phil, we're, we're going to do it whatever you want. You have made two videos for us now. That's gotten a lot of views. We're getting a lot of clicks. We're getting a lot of sales. Go ahead and do it your way, and then you make something a little more serious, a little more professional, and it bombs. More then, another learning experience, right? Well, it's another learning experience. But, but here's you—you you take every step of this, every situation. You you can't you know you can't predict too far out. I mean, you can make plans and stuff, but so now you have that situation. Where you're like, okay, the shilly stuff worked really well, and then the and then the one that I wanted to do didn't work. So now your next step is, well, what do we do next? You have plenty Maybe of a options. hybrid or something. Yeah, you do a hybrid. You could try something completely different. You know, you could do another shilly video. You could do what you want. You could stop doing them all together and just go do something yeah. else. I mean, it's like you have the power, but you don't have – you can't make any kind of educated decision until you have the data. You yeah. know, so, if, so if you have something that works and it works well, you don't know if there's something else that would work better. You just – but if you're doing it because you want to do it that way, then that's fine. You know. All right. You guys ready for this? So yes. what you're saying is that there's no way to think this through. No, you can absolutely think it through. You think through what sh- that's. Uh, he's just he's just trying to you know. But you think through what you want to do, and you take the his- the history and the information you have, and you make the most the best educated decision that you can at the time. And then as you get new information, those decisions change. Change is good. If you don't change, that means you're not learning. <laughs> you yeah. Know? 
No, and ultimately, I mean, it's not like I'm making millions of dollars off of this. I certainly am doing it for the learning experience. Well, it helps me in my actual career. 250000 How much? Two fifty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 2.5 mil. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what we should change is uh, what we're doing now and, and ask Tim what he's uh, working on. Well, Miles Craft and I have been working on a video and they love every idea. <laughs> yeah, Phil, keep doing the shilly video. It's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, well, well, we'll get, I think we'll get, we'll probably end up back at this because it is. Yeah, I would think. Yeah. But so qu- quickly, what I've been up to real quick, I made a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I made it on this. I made it on the CNC machine. I thought it'd be kind of fun to do this, and it's it, you can go on my YouTube channel and see it. I made this. I thought it'd be kind of funny to make a bowl on a CNC and then have all these like lathe guys be like all PO'd, like, "What's wrong with you? Why are you making a bowl on a CNC?" That's not woodworking. Yeah, exactly. That's not real woodworking. Um, and I did it because I was sponsored by Vectric and CNCRouterParts.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so I, I did it for them. It was based on some stuff I learned from the recent user group I went to, and it was just a blast. I made it out of this like kind of weird like laminated wood and stuff. But then just to Today, uh, today's Monday that we're recording this, I went to the shop and I was thinking about it as I was editing the video and putting it up. I was like, I have a lathe and I've made stuff on the lathe, but I've never actually made a proper like two-sided bowl on the lathe. I've done one-sided things and this and that and the other thing, but I never made a bowl before. So I was like, you know what? I took the same wood and I, I'm going to recreate the bowl I just made on the CNC last week on the lathe, like old school. And so that's going to be wow. my next video. I, I recreated the oh, bowl out of the same material on the lathe. So I'm going to compare the, uh, the two processes. Is that a word? Yep. And uh, compare those two, you know, in like and contrast them. Uh, I just thought it'd be kind of fun to do like old school versus new school. And then the next video I could do, I could do it with a chisel and a hammer or something. But so I did that. But what I really wanted to talk to was that our, you hear his name every week, our good friend from down under, Scott Turner, uh, is one of our Patreon supporters. He's in New York City right now. And, um, he him, he and his wife they're they're came to America for like a, like a two week vacation and uh, he came up to visit me at my shop. He also came up and visited uh, one of the ones we don't name. Rhymes with Avid and um, Elm City Avid. <laughs> I'm trying, trying to think of something that rhymes with Elm City Dave. Um, he came up visited Dave and I and um, and I actually went with him and his wife. I drove them up to to meet Jimmy Duresta up in New York because they were driving the other side of the road and so he wasn't like he didn't. It was a long drive. I was like, I'll drive you know. Anyway, it's dodgy. Them, yeah, Let me ask you, them, Tim, what kind of what kind of car did you drive? It was a red Kia. Um, what is your? I don't even know. Is it Soul? Is that what it is? That's what right. you drive. Yeah. Although recently somebody told me that um, having a Kia called Soul is like having a Ford called Detroit. Oh yeah. yeah. Is that the city where they're made? I oh yeah. Know. Well, Seoul, Korea, is but it's spelled Seoul different. The, yeah, it's spelled different. Yeah. No, it's spelled different. How is it spelled different? S O U L S E O U L. S-E-O-U-L. Oh, C-O. Yeah. Okay. But the you know, one for I was a second driving... there, I thought you were Korean. Yeah. That was incredible. <laughs> the, ac- the accent was amazing. Hey, yeah. so this Scott Turner guy, does he have like Instagram or YouTube or anything? Oh, yeah. Well, he's um, – he's it's, it's pronounced – he pronounces it for me industrious, but it looks like form with an E because the, the idea is it's for me, his business. It's like and Seoul. It's like yeah, – <laughs> <laughs> Seal Industrious, uh, Form Industrious, Scott Turner, and uh, he's on YouTube. He makes um, really well put together videos. He's in my video because I, I was like, able to get him in there. And uh, so Scott's an awesome guy. He's actually just quit his job, his day job of many many years, his career of many wow. many years, to go full time uh, designing and, and fabricating furniture. So I would highly recommend. Amazing! That out. Congratulations. Yeah, this, Congratulations, after he gets back Scott. from vacation, he doesn't have to go back to work, and he just like he starts full time for himself. Wow. Um, 
What a dream. Uh, yeah. Uh, joking aside, not all joking aside, Scott Turner is uh, by far one of my favorite artists. He, mm. The guy's amazing. I love him. I love his support, uh, what he means to the community. Do you happen to know what uh, he was doing that he decided to quit? What was his day job? Uh, he was in uh, aerospace. Well, uh, air, <laughs> airplane st- stuff. That's aerospace. Yeah. That makes Air- sense. I and mean, he if you look at, at his airport. artwork. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, he has, you can see some of those influences, um, but the the way, I mean, he could tell you better. Go watch his YouTube channel. I'm sure he does tell you better there, but uh, I think he does actually in one of his videos, but he, did you hear, did you hear Jimmy talking about him last week and describing, he's like, he takes yeah. like all these itty bitty pieces of metal. And by the time he gets done, there's like this amazing, huge wave form of, of beauty. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, when, I was telling you impress was, Jimmy Duresta. That's something to be proud of. I was yeah. telling Scott that too. I said, you know, they actually make metal in sheet form. You know, you can, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't think he knew, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it was, it was great. We got to talk shop a little bit and talk about like his, his business plans and his ideas and, and, you know, maybe, you know, splurging for that piece of sheet steel next time to save him like a hundred hours of labor. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, that actually he has one of his builds is even on my channel. Cause I, I love that stool he made so much. I did a re-edit like I did of your screw toe. Oh, the loot stool. Oh, yeah. Nope. Nope, that wasn't it. <laughs> oh. That might have been at your doctor's office. Um, yeah, that was that was something different. Oh. <laughs> but uh so yeah, that's there's my there's my early pick of the week. <laughs> so I have another one later, but that's that's uh I just wanted to mention that it was Scott, it's a pleasure hanging out with you and your wife Judy and uh I had fun. So Awesome. All right, who's next, Phil? Oh, you already did your thing. We did everything. Now everything. Yeah, we, uh, we were we were already on to the topic, then okay, we Okay, so what are you whole... watching? Yeah, I'm watching. Make me pull it up. We're we're not really doing that. We have <laughs> no. the topic to do. We're 17 minutes in. Oh. So it's like, thinking it through. Like you, you made that was a good example of you not doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, thinking it through and and applicably, you were talking about this this uh, aptly. Yes, aptly. Aptly. Yes. Applicably. Nope. You were you talking know, sometimes about Sometimes I think you tell me <laughs> that I don't know that the words are really words on purpose just so it interrupts my You interrupted me. I sincerely apologize. Please continue using the wrong words. I can do that. All right. Okay. So, um a- applicably, you were talking of uh uh you're working your way through a contract for the first time and where I think it sounds like thinking it through probably wouldn't have done you a whole lot of good. What can you, what, so what would you do next time around? Let me ask you that. How would you think this through knowing what you know now? Well, I would negotiate different terms for the contract, right? I as would, in what? I mean, not in, you know specifically, but generally like. Well, I mean, very specifically, uh, they own the content. They are, they have creative control over the final product and whether or not it's allowed to be released on the next go around. Uh, this isn't the pre-show, so I can't swear, but I will definitely not do that again. It'll be, it'll be my content and I will have final say and you know what I mean? All that stuff. So, you know, it's very different in that regard. Um, but everything else was pretty darn fair. I have no other complaints, but I mean, obviously it's a pretty big one, creative control. Uh, but yeah. And I think next time I'm going to change the format this time. It's kind of like, it's a bonus that I get to put it on my channel. Really? This is is made for their channel. So next time it'll be for me. And if they want to use it by all means, and it'll be more of like, like Johnny Brooke does a great job with, with sponsors. You know, it's like 
they're sort of just featured in the story of his video, you know, like, oh, Waterlocks, I used it. And, like, you re- you really only hear about the sponsor, like, at the very end. I mean, ironically, it's fi- it's finishing. But even when he did Powermatic, right, you only find out the sponsor of the video at the very end. You watch, like, eight minutes of content, and mm-hmm. then you hear that it's a Powermatic, you know, featured video or whatever it is. And, like, that yeah, doesn't take away from anything, so who cares? So that, that format well, right, and so maybe one of the things you could think through is like if you're if you're dealing with a client and they want the infomercial, like you know, because I'm starting to do this type of stuff too, you know. So it's sort of, and, and I have a I have a style and a voice that I don't want to, and, and you know, I don't want to interrupt. So maybe it's like, um, well, yeah, no, I, and, and also a big thing for me is not allowing the material to be on other con, like they don't get a video, like the video stays on my channel, like you don't get mm-hmm. a copy of it. Um, maybe it's just like, that's, that's the package. It's like, oh, you want that? I can, I can do that for you. I can make you that video. I can give it to you and you can put it in your, on your channel and, and do what you want. It costs X dollars, what, you know, more or less or whatever you want to charge mm-hmm. for that. That might be, uh, you know, something to one way to think it through is like how to offer them different media packages as well as, you know, products, just like, just like you do with your whiskey box. Oh, do you want it stained? Do you want it engraved? Do you, mm-hmm. you know, do you want it, you know, rush delivery by Christmas do you want it on your channel? Do you want it on my channel? Do you want an Instagram blast? You know, right? Uh, yeah, different packages. You know, well, I mean, in this package, there's, there's, I'm selling the video for a certain price. I'm selling the plans for a certain price, and there's a certain number of Instagram posts, and there's a per dollar value for each one of those, and then there's a total package value. Mm. So, so it is dissected that way. But I Sounds think it's like an interesting. Thought it through pretty well. Mm. Well, it's what I offered them, you know, and they sort of just said, okay. So next time I know that obviously I, I didn't negotiate for a high enough dollar because there would have been a negotiation. They just were like, okay, so I know I'm worth more now, which is also a good learning experience. But uh, it's interesting what you said, Tim, because Jimmy does that too, where he sells content to different channels, right? So he's got stuff for Make, he's got stuff for Core 77, and it isn't necessarily on his channel. And, and he, and he well, very I think cleverly he specifies, yeah, make sure it, yeah. that they have... They have he has the rights to it, and, and they only get to whatever. keep it for a year or whatever. Then he gets to re-upload it to his channel. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I I hate when our podcast becomes about YouTube because it's so irrelevant to most of our listeners. But it I have necessarily YouTube, but it's business. Well, business. Well, it's it, it part is. of it. Contracts. I mean, yeah, but I, I have, have some a, other questions. Uh, if you would like to get off of this topic. Um, well, no, I was going to share a similar, a similar case with, of, uh, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with one for money right now and it's, you know, it's not a large amount of money, but it's for this company that has a product they want to put in my shop and, and it, it's like the same thing. It's like the back and forth and I'm, and I'm trying to, you know, to like one of the things that was in there was like, oh yeah, and we get to distribute it. It's like, no, you don't like it's on my channel. Like, you know, now I haven't heard back from him. Like that might be the thing that breaks the deal. But to me, that's. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I get those, I get those messages like uh, every once in a while. I have a couple of videos that do well, and I get these these messages where they say, um, you know, like, oh, well, we want to do, you know, put a viral Facebook thing, you know, and and this thing yeah, where they re-upload it and they ask for permission. And I always, I have a, <laughs> I shouldn't say it on the air, but I have a fake email address at my website. It's called counsel at timsway.net and it's my lawyer. <laughs> so every time I write back to these people, I always, I always CC my lawyer. <laughs> just tell them that they don't have the rights to any of my material, and if I catch it, if I or my lawyer catches it being distributed Ooh. by them, they'll right. be contacted. That's a, that's a tip. Just yeah. create an There's email a- address called legal at timsway.net. Yeah. I went with counsel because I thought it sounded more European. I don't know why I thought that made me sound smart. What's what is the the? It's not counsel. What's the European word for lawyer? Oh, it's um barrister, 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 yeah, and solicitor, depending on the type yeah. of law, type of law you're performing, yeah. Yeah, well, so I would like barrister. to solicit a barrister 
and I will CC them. I'm pretty sure that's legal in Nevada. (laughs) 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 Not much else. That's true. And And I think they do have powdered wigs, so that worked out well. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's see if we can steer this towards actual making and not like making. All right, well, here's my question. And, and Phil, you've dipped your toe into this. Tim, uh, you've got it up to your knee by about now. So I'll ask you, uh, what's more difficult, do you think, uh, thinking through the process of getting your CNC to make something or thinking through a project that you're going to do by hand? Ooh. For me, it's definitely the CNC because you actually have to have a finished product to give the CNC to make. Mm -hmm. Whereas when I'm making like with conventional tools, I just sort of go with it and and I sort of iterate until it's good. Right. I mean, I do that too. But I mean, I watched Tim make his bowl of which I said it's by far his best work. And he got the joke because his video was about him not actually doing anything at all. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so in his video, he didn't do crap. He just, you know, punched in the program and that's <laughs> yeah, it. That's not the thing. Well, in that, that particular, and I said it at the end of that video, um, that particular video, the bowl file that I used was already created by another programmer or whatever you want oh, to call someone. Now, when you say bowl file, on, do you mean like a rasp or? Yes. Um, so oh, my Phil. God. Can you do the trombone thing where you, you oh, know, yeah, yeah. you got to do that for that. Come on. There it is. That was a good it's been one. a while. Can we record that? that? A very good trombone it. for a very bad joke. Yeah, but um, yeah. no. So that the <laughs> so I but like for somebody who doesn't know about files and stuff. Yeah. Okay. First thing I thought when okay, he said a bowl a, file, I actually open up have the a bowl on your iMac right now. I have <laughs> I have a bowl file. I'm just saying I have a bowl file. You have a bowl file. Yes, it's made to file bowls. I almost want to make real you real hard get to come it. up with a joke here. I'm coming up with no. nothing. So I'm gonna, Tim, please continue. Go get it. Go get it. This I'm gonna finally say that. Okay, now quick talk. Now while we have a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, that was uh. You see how it's round? Great, Tim. Thanks a lot. Twenty six oh five. See you. how it's round? Yes, yeah, it's a file. It's a round file. Yeah, but it's yeah. round, so I use it for all the bowls that I make. That's not specifically a bowl yeah, file. It's just a round file. I have one of those. Yeah, well, file. then you can't say that like the file he has for the CNC was specifically <laughs> a bowl file. It was a you, file. No, you can say that. I don't even know oh. what the heck we're talking about anymore besides finding a replacement. <laughs> Obviously, we're talking about bowl files. <laughs> no, seriously. So you do you find it's easier to, to physically build something as opposed to what? sitting in front of the I computer mean, and using that? Easier isn't the right word. It's different. There's different. It's a different discipline. Like you know, Jimmy talks about it a lot about what's more important to make it with your hands or to make it with your mind. Is it still made? You know. And so, in the bowl example, I was just saying is I didn't actually make that bowl. I was just grabbing a file that someone else had made and and remade it. But um, you know, if you are creating a CNC file, it is. There's a lot of work and there's a lot of prep that has to go into it. And it's making me a better maker off of the CNC because I would be very quick to just grab a saw and start cutting and nailing stuff together, and mm-hmm. then figure out how to solve the, all the mistakes I made along the way. Now with the CNC, I'm getting a little bit better about thinking ahead before I start cutting stuff and gluing stuff together. So there's something to be said for that. I mean, it, like there's definitely like, you have to think it through all the way when you're doing computer design. So when you hit print. It does. It comes out the way you want it, or you're wasting a lot of wood. And at the same, you're not damaging time, your tool, and, or potentially damaging your tool or yourself. And, yeah. uh, and and with you know, 
where you, you we might be a little more comfortable like grabbing a jigsaw and cutting away and going, oh, I screwed up, and then fixing it and solving those problems along the way. If you if you do less of that, you're going to be more effective and more productive and less wasteful. So I like that. For me, that I love that process. Oh, I do too. I do too. But I like it with the, the knowledge of being better at it, of making Problem less mistakes solving, along the you, way. There's, I would imagine there's still, and I'm, I'm speaking from no knowledge here, but I would imagine in CNC, problem solving still exists. You, you're just not you're problem solving the program itself, you know, because I, I think yeah. I've heard you, Tim, say, uh, you know, I didn't think about starting it over on point A instead of point B and then blah, 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 blah. And you have to figure that out. So you still problem solve. It's just not physically. Yeah, it's iterative in that regard. Well, it is physical, right? Because then you're going to print it out and you're going to look, oh, crap, it doesn't work properly. So and then, then you'll go and you'll rejig the file. The forehead, you know? <laughs> and then you'll then you'll recut it again and yeah. then it'll come out bad. So, you know, you, you're Or you're, you're sanding your mistake out because you didn't, yeah. you know, you didn't use the right bit or you're going the wrong direction. And, you know, yeah, sure. Yeah. There's all, it's, it's just a... It's just a tool in the shop, like every other tool in the shop. If you don't use it right, you're not going to get the right quality of the work that you want. Here, here's the difference. So with the CNC, you're problem solving once you've got a finished product out of it, right? When you're when you're building with a table saw and bandsaw and all that stuff, you're sort of like problem solving on the fly. So like you'll make a corner and you'll be like, oh, okay, I guess it needs to be a shallower or a deeper curve or whatever it is for mm-hmm. the cam to work properly or whatever. I don't know. I assume you're building some kind of a vice Izzy thing. I don't know. Anyway, so you're <laughs> you're problem solving on the fly as you go through the steps, whereas that's not possible with CNC. It's not like you can stop it, fix the program, and then have it pick up where it left off. Maybe, usually not. Well, I mean, yes, and no. Not I mean, really. You, you can't actually in the design. You, you, you can, but not once the machine's running. Yeah, it's running. yeah, that's it. Can't, it's done. So you can't stop the machine. Well, you can, so, but you can stop. It's but really, it, it's really difficult to just restart and finish. You, you know, like if you like, there's something messes up to like stop and then start it up again. So, like, it's a, it's possible. It, but it's a pain. So, is it possible that you're you're thinking it through? The machine's running, and before it gets to the point where it's going to damage itself or make the wrong cut, and you're like, "Oh crap, stop!" Yeah. So they, you've at least not wasted button. that. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a way to stop it physically, and then you can go back in and redo everything. Apparently, you gotta go back to the computer and redesign yeah. the file and start right. with a fresh piece of wood. And with fi- well, sometimes you can start with the same piece of wood if you stop it in time. You just cut air for a while. But um, you know, with Phil's oh, yeah. with Phil's machine, he has the he has the piranha from um, I, f- I forget the name. Rockler. Yeah, but it was new wa- new axiom or new wave. Oh yeah, new wave or something. Next I heard wave. it Next described as a tasty little bite. That's a, is bite. It, yeah. piranha. Get- Bite, it's it's crumb. a it's a great little machine, but the one thing I didn't like about that machine was the emergency stop button. It has that little touchpad screen on it, and there's that yeah. red stop button. So if something yeah. goes horribly wrong with the machine, you have to like touch that little touch screen, like a, like yeah. you're at the ATM machine, you know. But with every other CNC machine, there's a big red panic button that you slam your hand down onto. Um, you know, back in my day, what you used to do to make sure I used the rocker is switch have, on the actual controller, or or you can just take it where that. it's plugged in and unplug it. Well, that's, you can do that too, but the idea is you don't want to mess up your zero sets if you don't have to, because if um, if you stop in the middle, then you, and you, you hit the panic button, you can turn it back on and then go back. No, nope. if you hit that E stop, it loses the X Ys. Not on. If not you on, press pause, you won't lose your X Ys. No, not on my new machine with the because it's running different stuff. Uh, on my that's CNC why he gave you that machine, crappy little one. I can one. hit the. Yeah, you have the you have the POS. I gave away, but <laughs> <laughs> but um. No, I will. I will take it, and I will make wonderful things with it. You know that machine. No, that machine is awesome. It is, and you have the and you have the Vectric software running now too, which is great because. And I have I learned so much to to teach you about that 
uh, mm-hmm. from that, that user group that I'm still trying to make sense of. Like all these like 3D things you can do with your 2D yes. version of the 3D. software. 3D. That's what I want to do. Yes. Like texture patterns and stuff. You yes. Know? It's, okay. uh, and again, it's all, Beware it's all the man thinking. who says, I have so much to teach you from that thing that I don't understand. Yeah. Beware that. Get in the van. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going right, to so- fall for that again, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> you know, once is enough, twice is too much, but third time, nay, my friend, hey, nay. Let's, yeah. let's try to give Bill something intelligent to say. Okay, okay. I will say. <laughs> Why are you making that face, Tim? Uh, <laughs> well, actually, because, listen, I, 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 I would like to. I want to shoot it to you, Bill <laughs> yeah. Lutz. I want Appropriately. To shoot it to you. Now, you, of the three of us, you have the most experience, hands-on, with like you know on the fly not cnc we're, we're done with that just like traditional woodworking tool power hand whatever you have the most experience of all three of us of like how to assemble things and put things together you've macgyvered more stuff together than the two of us have you know combined so when when you're thinking through how much thinking do you actually have to do now to think something through like someone's like hey can you make me this uh you know this armoire for my you know out of a bunch of junk how much of it is just inherent in you now that you just go through the steps? Muscle memory. Yeah, how much of it is muscle yeah, memory? How much of it do you have to plan? Um, it really depends. Uh, it, it depends upon – now it depends upon less and less of the material where before it was like <clears> – <throat> we talked about this in reclaiming. There's a lot of thinking through of what – I can take a look at what I have or what somebody wants and know materially what I need and know where to get it. Um, but you still got to plan things through. I mean, where's it going to go? Where's it going to fit? You know, Tim, you said many times when you're doing uh, client work, you want them to send you a picture of where it's going to be in the house to visually help you think through the process. But the, but the physical part of it, yeah, a lot of that is I've done it so many times. And we're talking basics here. We're not talking, you know, giant things. But how can I make certain cuts? That A lot of that is muscle memory. You know, what I've been doing for so long uh, I can, it, there's not a lot of thinking it through and a lot of the mistakes that will pop up, they're easily solvable now because I've, this has happened before, right? You know? Um, but in the case of the cigar box guitars, because this is so foreign to me, it's it started all over again. You know, I mean, a lot of it is, uh, I haven't built the acoustic one yet, Phil, so I'm experimenting on your guitar. <laughs> Sweet. Does that make but, it more or less fun for it to be something new? Um, it's also new for me that it, it's not any less fun at all. It's not more or less than the other one, but I've already like I already know with the with the electric ones, it's like okay, I got a plan where the pickup's going to go. I got to make these things, so that's not there. But I do got to figure out a way to get some resonance out of this thing. Um, because the box I found for you is cardboard as opposed to the ones I've used up until now have been newer box. Cause yours was, uh, uh, I, I found it. It's like a vintage cigar box, but it's cardboard. The other ones that I've used are newer ones are made out of all wood. I went and picked and choose what I want. Well, I don't, there's not a lot of stuff that says Canada across the top of it. So I didn't have a lot of choice. I found this one, I got it, but it's cardboard. So I was like, okay, I got to reinforce this. Well, that's probably good because I'm, I'm, Guessing that the resonance is going to be a little bit better. Mm. Um, well, don't you know? You just be quiet over there, Mister Sway. Okay. No, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you. Doubting look. Thomas. It's Tim. I also. It's I, 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 doubting so, Thomas. <laughs> doubting Thomas. <laughs> um, but the problem solving is there's ways that you can also make things that will help it resonate. Um, adding, I'm going to try on yours. I'm going to add some springs on the inside. Believe it or not. 
Oh, good. Do you guys think there's ever a scenario where thinking it through is a negative thing? Like when you like, <laughs> there might yes. be one now. <laughs> there might be one now. No, but I'm th- Do you know the expression uh, paralysis by analysis? Yes. yes. I know. Um, I know people in my life that like like exhibit that. We'll like, we'll we'll keep this person nameless, but all three of us know somebody who tends to overthink things before just go ahead and doing it. Even some and some people, especially, um, regardless of how many times you're successful at it, Casey's like that in some ways where she knows she's good at what she does every single time, but still there's always that little bit of anxiety where it's like, I don't know, I don't know, and I gotta, you know, make sure I got everything right, blah, 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 blah. It's like you've done this a thousand times successfully, well, not just successfully, but really, really well, and yet you still hesitate. So, yeah, of course, there's. I I think as you get older, it's probably because of um, dementia, but I'm just going to say that I don't seem to have that problem as much. I don't think things through hardly at all anymore. It seems to work hmm. out just fine. That's, that is funny. But what I was thinking was uh, not thinking it through lets you sort of make mistakes and maybe come up with things that you normally wouldn't have because you thought it through. I'm making air quotes. You know what I mean? Like... The the running through it and then problem solving on the fly lets you make these these mistakes or accidents that then end up being something amazing. And I know it's happened to me a whole bunch of times where I wasn't really continue. thinking it that way, but then it came out even better than I thought it would because I just sort of went with it and I found something or discovered something new. I, I don't find myself I don't find myself repeating the same exact process every time. It's almost mm. a different process every time. But you still have a combination of experiences. So it's like we only fear what we don't know in life, no matter what that is. Once you know something, it kind of takes that fear away. I know that if you put your hand in a table saw blade, it's going to chop your fingers off. There's no fear for me. I know that because I've seen videos of it. I know people that have had accidents. I haven't personally, thank goodness. But in other words, so it's like, okay, I know there's safety guidelines. You don't have to fear that. I know that if you drive drunk, you're going to get in trouble and probably kill somebody. So there's no fear for me on like, gee, I wonder if I've had too much to drink. If you ask that question, get that a cat. you've had too much you know, to drink, yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, so once having experience, knowing that there's failures out there, at least acknowledging them, uh, takes that fear away. Once that fear is there, it's like, bring it, try something new. I'm more apt now. Aptly apt. apt, apt, apt. No, you are more apt. Yes. I'm curated. <laughs> um, it's more likely that I will try something new now than when I was younger. It doesn't scare me. I, I, I know surprisingly alike screws up. I can't believe how much we have of that in common. Like that most people when they're younger, they're more willing to try things. But when I was younger, I had much more fear. And maybe it's because of that, that mindset of like, I don't know what's going to happen, you know? And that was yeah. why I was afraid. Now that I have these, you know, 750 years of experience on this planet or however old I am, I feel like I, I'm, I'm like less afraid to try new things. I'm like, oh, I, I have this like, well, what could possibly go wrong attitude? And you say it sort of tongue in cheek. But at the same time, while I'm saying that, I'm thinking about everything that I could put possibly go wrong based on all these life experiences and i'm right. prepared it's, it's, for it's it. not it's not so much thinking about what could go wrong it's just knowing Understanding that throughout your life every time go something goes wrong you've overcome yeah. it and you've got it and you you've know, got you, a plan in place to, to to survive that thing going wrong you know and, and well, i think i already have claim- the i already have the crutch of the problem solving like i trust myself to be able exactly. to fix it if i break mm-hmm. it so there really isn't a fear of breaking it. Whereas, let's say when I was younger, I'd be like, uh, better not. I might break it and then, you know, I won't be able to fix it. 
Are there, are there things that you still like? Because I, I I can think of a prime example right now of myself, and I'll share it in a second. But are there things that you are still afraid of? You 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 don't trust your judgment to fix and and plumbing uh, carburetors. <laughs> <laughs> I fixed I fixed a couple of small plumbing things, rerouted yeah. some pipes, but like and I fixed a couple I will of small carburetors. A big yeah, so that works. That's the same. Yeah. Uh, I won't I won't tackle anything big when it comes to plumbing and. That's about it. I'm good with electricity. I have well, I have one right now. My um, my flue on my you know I have a oil burner Chimney? in my house. Yeah. yeah. So there's the, you know there's two flues, one for that and one for the fireplace that we have like a you know a propane login. And um, the, they've been cracked for a while. And a couple of years ago, I had a guy go up there and he he kind of repaired them. But th- we just had some some serious weather uh, the past couple of days and some branches are down and stuff. And my f- the the flue broke. And so the cap is still on it, but the side is busted, and so it's letting rain in, which means it's coming down to my basement. Um, so we've been out. I was up wet vacuuming all night last night. Like every hour, I go down and wet vac so it wouldn't spread and this and that. And uh, I could probably get up there and figure out the problem and solve it, but I loathe ladders. So I'm going to hire hmm. someone. <laughs> but- Sounds like you need to put some cock in your flu. <laughs> Oh, thanks for making that mature. Uh, what do you mean? Well, I was going to like, say, let me, let me think this through real quick. So what, mm-hmm. what you're both are insinuating is that when you live in cold weather, you want the flu. Being without the flu is bad in cold weather. Yes. So ladders? I ladders. mean, what's the problem with ladders? I don't like heights. <laughs> and uh, I don't, I mean... I don't have like an irrational fear of heights. I feel like I have a healthy, logical fear of heights because I know what it would feel like to fall off that ladder. <laughs> but I know what it's uh, – by Bill's logic from before about the table saw thing, I've seen videos of people falling off a ladder, so I'm not scared of ladders. Okay, so maybe it is a slightly irrational fear. It, it, it kind of is because I think um, – I think all fear is irrational, really. Did, didn't we, didn't we uh, see that most, picture? Somebody most. posted that picture of the guy with the rope hanging in the middle of the Oh, yeah, yeah, over the time. chandelier in the okay. middle of the yeah. – What was wrong with yeah. that? Yeah, no. Uh, the, well, nothing. Paper, nothing. Part of that is, is that that can be done that can be done safely. I'm just saying. I, yeah. I've yeah. done some crazier things. But there are stupid things that you can do just like with any tool. You know, yeah. so – Fearing heights because you don't like ladders. If 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 you have your ladder set up properly, there's nothing to be afraid of. Yeah, right. it's not it's not the ladder that I don't trust. It's like me. I don't it's know. Vance is the spotter. Me too. Yeah. I don't trust that kid. <laughs> I got it, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Squirrel. Um, yeah. <laughs> Belay on. Yeah. yeah. Um, when I was in when I was in Vegas last week, the uh, the hotel uh, I was on the tenth floor, and there was uh, it was an open uh, lobby balcony. Um, so every, Oh, you could look into down into the, well, so every, yeah, you get off the elevator and there's a railing. So it was like a U shape around the lobby, you know, on every right. floor. And like, I couldn't walk on the railing side of the hallway. I had to walk on the, on the, the yeah, that's a rational way. That's a legit height fear. You should look into yeah. that. You yeah. should speak to Karen. Uh, she, well, she's all the way on the other side of the city. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I Maybe I could Skype it in. I don't know. I just realized yeah. that was from the pre-show. Sorry, guys. Oh, yeah. Casey's working late tonight. She's not going to be listening to yeah. this podcast. No, well, <laughs> Patreon subscribers will get it. <laughs> so, so if we bring this back to our reclaimed world, um, there's a couple of things that I think thinking it through is important. Number one, working with unknown materials. You got to think it through a little more often than you would if you just go to the box store and buy your perfect stuff. Um, can, can I interrupt you real quick because you always do it to us? 
Yes, I want, yes, you can. I want to just reiterate real quickly because I, I had a, another another viewer messenger uh, message me on Instagram. Uh, you know, like the, he's he's into reclaim, he's making, he's learning and stuff. I just want to say it because I feel like we should almost say it every episode. Do not use pallet wood or reclaim wood for stuff that you make for your baby. <laughs> you know that came up. Yeah, no, he was say, talking about making a bassinet out of pallet wood, and you know it's probably do okay. But I just no, it's, it's, not. it's not. It's not okay. Yeah, just, I don't do that. Let, don't let's just stick with it's not okay. Don't do it. Yeah, err on the if side of caution. You want to use reclaimed material? There's a lot of other materials that can be reclaimed that aren't right. Haven't hauled you know methyl bromide across the Atlantic yeah. Ocean. So yeah, so. err on the side when making stuff for children, especially children who are still at the age where they put things in their mouth. Err on the side of caution with reclaimed materials. That's I just I feel like we should say that every yeah. week because uh, you know there are people out there that are that are into this stuff and making stuff and if you're new a new listener you you will know that we're very serious about that you want to you want to um, reclaim material that's safe for your kid go find an old dining table yep there yep take the finish off and use that or you know yep. or look for something like cut a tree down in your yard or like you know or something like a tree that use firewood like something local. cut your neighbor's tree down this cut your neighbor's tree down the especially the one that's dropping your branches yard. in your yep. yard every rainstorm this past week. Not them In other words, think it through. Yes. So that was, and that was where you were at, which is what brought me to that. I, I'm sorry, Bill. Yeah, Please yeah. Continue. I mean, just just remember that when you're working with reclaimed materials, you do have to. I think personally, it's not as easy as going to just buying lumber from the lumber yard. Um, but one of the things that makes it easier to think it through is the hive mind, this community. You know, mm. if. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of information out there that people love to share. And uh, it's, you know, even even Tim offers to help you feel excitedly about things he knows nothing about. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it if it's Phil. That's what I love about this, you know. But, but <laughs> it's ignorance all, begetting ignorance. It's in wonderful. All, in all seriousness, though, because <laughs> there there is – that, and that's what's so great about this community and why we make this podcast and why we do what we do is that there – for everything that we don't know, there's like a thousand people, you know, watching or listening or whatever that do know. And so if you're about to do something and you're unsure about it, ask, ask. the question on social yeah. media. Um, Reach you out. Know, there, there's millions of, of maker and woodworker, you know, uh, user groups on Facebook alone, never mind all the other things. Go into one of those groups, you know, use the hashtags that people use to be like, hey, you know, if you have some jig set up on your table saw to, to do something Izzy Swan-esque, you know, and you're not sure about it. Take a picture of it, post it, and say, "Tell me what's going to go wrong here, and let us all think it through with you, um, right. and save your fingers." In fact, um, let's go ahead, um, Phil. Let's post Tim's home number and uh, the link yeah, for the show, and just call <laughs> Tim directly anytime, day or night. Yeah. Well, I don't have a home number; I have a cell, but it's not hard to find. But uh, but you know, or maybe we should create the hashtag "Think It Through." Is that cool? I like the one we did last week. Oh, why loots? Why loots? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a lot of that. I got a couple, to be honest too. with you. Yeah. <laughs> we got a bunch of them, actually. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, yeah. funny. So whenever why, you're about to do something loots? stupid, just hashtag, why loots? Why, why loots? <laughs> Which is <laughs> where I guess it would more be like, why loots? Yeah. Well, for Phil yeah. and I, it's like, we're thinking it through about the podcast. Why loots? Thinking, like, why, why loots? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I may have said that to you, actually, when you yeah. said, you know this Bill guy? I was like, why loots? And you and you did this. You did the little two finger, two finger. Why loots? Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely didn't. But that'd be really funny. You, you probably. See, I was thinking. The, I've noticed that honestly. Uh, with every episode, Phil's welcome to reclaimed audio. Gets a, a, a nanosecond longer, longer. every time. Yeah, everyone. So he's getting more like Chuck Woolery, and that two and two. 
But yeah, the hashtag. Oh, the hashtag two and two. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking that I'm I'm thinking by episode two oh four, we're only gonna have like twenty minutes to actually do the episode. Welcome. It'll be like it'll be like the ring announcer guy. Let's get ready. Yeah. You know how much money you owe that guy now? He he is worth like three or four hundred million dollars. I know, but I did it differently. He does. He actually says, "Let's get ready to rumble with a long ul." I did it with a ra. Yeah, I don't think you get away with that. I did it with the court. Yeah. No, that's not going to hold up at all. Whose lawyer wants to go up against my logic? Counsel at timsway.net. That's right. I'm going to solicit my barrister. Don't you worry about it. Just keep your pants on, okay? Uh, now I got Now I have to. Jason Payne, can you make counsel at timsway.net work? So if anybody actually emails that, I'll see it. <laughs> Wait, you just. You, no, I just type in an active email. You just a, put that in there and then you yeah, get the bounce back. Yeah, I get the bounce back that says that it, 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 you, I couldn't send this email. <laughs> Jason you know Payne, what that means please. you could do? You could put any email. I didn't even think about that. I guess I type in, in like, you're a jerk at timsway.net. Whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. You just, Brad just at pit.com. Me and Brad. Brad here, we're thinking about heading over to the West Coast this weekend. What do you yeah, think? You know, we have this movie idea, me and Brad. You know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For $100 million, we can make it happen. Just email us back. Oh. You know? I just, hey, just whatever so you do, whatever you do, think it through. I, I didn't think that through. Jason, I really want that email to work because I want to see people yeah. start writing to it. <laughs> <laughs> that also would be the name of a great new podcast if it wanted like its own host like somebody who maybe <laughs> broke, broke away from an existing podcast <laughs> who felt like he wasn't getting enough talk time oh no i thought this through i ain't going nowhere oh all right just that makes one of us here's the thing is i did i did a survey uh because there's a lot of podcasts now which is great which is kind of what we wanted in the beginning we we said there's yeah so not much anymore more we don't want that now yeah <laughs> but i i did a survey i reached out to everybody that we know personally that has a podcast and apparently nobody's hiring so <laughs> No, you can't go to an existing podcast. Yet you have to start your own. Yeah, because yeah, but the only people I would want to talk to would be with you guys. Oh, we're busy. Sorry, uh, I got a thing. Yeah, no, I got this thing I, I do with Phil and whoever else. Yeah, shows on up. Monday. Yeah, anybody else? Anybody My lawyer else? actually is going to be <laughs> filling the third spot. Counsel, yeah. <laughs> His name is Count Counsel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, right. so that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. That's enough. Whew. That was a lot of thinking we, through. We did. There. I know we didn't think this through at all. Although I got to tell you, I really enjoyed this topic. I, I really like. This well, one. I, I, I like, want to point out th- that we we have a, 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 a. This is putting our our toes to the fire. We have a follow up for this for next week because Bill's original idea of uh, for this podcast is about thinking through about just getting the the finished product out of your shop. And at its final destination, wherever it's going to live, whether it's via mail or driving it there or installing. And so we're going to do that. And also the material, getting it into your shop in the first place. Oh, right. And getting, the, and getting the material well, into your shop. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so it's, it's, and not, we, it's not only that. It's, it's about, it's, it's about basically, it's, uh, I think Phil came up with the name, which I love it, is schlepping. It's uh, how do you come up with ways to get something to and from 
where you needed to go. Right. And Logistics. so basically, we avoided Logistics. that for this whole Logistics. episode. Logistics. I like that. That's a good it sounds better. Yeah, I'll write that one down. I don't know. Schlepping's pretty good. Schlepping logistics. Schlepping logistics. So that's that's going to be next week, unless we come up with something better. <laughs> and uh, that's why we didn't talk about any of that, because there's a couple times today, too. I didn't realize how much, like, we thought that there wasn't enough meat on those bones, or tofu, to... Uh, <laughs> To, yeah, to, uh, to to do that, but as we were talking, I was there. I, I had a whole bunch of ideas that uh, that maybe next week I'll remember. I yeah, know. probably not. He's shrugging. Yeah. He's not going to remember. No, I won't remember. No, he won't remember. That's all right. I like Tim on the on the fly. Tim on the fly is pretty fly. I don't. I, we don't think these podcasts through at all. We really don't. They are. They're just kidding. We put in a ton of research on a weekly basis. We sit for hours. Uh, but we don't want know. to discourage anybody from sending us any topic ideas at all, whatsoever. It could be how to get the best out of your gecko, and we'll explore what we can. And I'll make sure it's reclaimed. Don't reclaim a gecko. I don't. What, what does that mean? Anyway, uh, so. I guess we pretty much uh, are done here. Let's uh, go on to what we're watching. Uh, Tim, what are you watching? I wanted to mention Rushad Eggleston, <laughs> who is I don't. That's quite the combination of names there. It, it, it's an interesting name. He, he's an, an interesting young man. He's a musician. He plays the cello and he does amazing things with the cello. And I I think I first became hip to him because Paul Jackman like sent me. Oh god! Send me a link of like one of his videos to, to sort of like bait me or make fun of me or whatever. And I was like, oh my god, this guy's awesome! And he's just like this like kind of bizarre artist. Uh, he has this very unique style and way of playing the cello. It involves a kazoo yeah. and singing and making up words. And and uh, I just every time he puts you know a new what video, if you I take the it. cello out of that statement, it sounds like somebody we know. I don't know what you're talking about. What I know is I saw the channel trailer and this guy looks like he's on drugs. So it's amazing. It, I think that's the I, – I think it's a shtick. Or he's yeah. just high as a kite and doesn't know what the hell he's doing with the cello. But I think – No, he knows what he's doing with the cello. Yeah, but then he's, he's doing like the beep boops and the words yeah. and the stuff. So. And he's crazy like anyway. a fox. Like a fox. Yeah. So check that out. Um, uh, Bill, is it? What are you watching? Well, I have a couple of things. I have a couple yeah. of things that I'm Which watching. one do you want listed on the website? You're only allowed one. Both of them. Only one. Just the one. Nope, nope one. Just, nope, it's got to be both. Nope, one. Because they're, well, both, they're both related. Well, guess who's so, doing the website. So. <laughs> <laughs> they, they both should be listed. They're both important. Totally. Two simple links. Totally. Um, no, uh, uh, Tim had Scott Turner visiting him, and, okay, and you're I done. was Next. lucky. See, I don't understand why we have to have meetings about me interrupting, but you two willy-nilly interrupt, and it's okay. Because the shoe is on the other foot, kid. You know what? That's you why. know what? You know what, Phil? You can talk to counsel at timsway.net. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get a bounce back. <laughs> well, so am I. I don't know what that means. <laughs> so, no. So, I had this weekend um, uh, from last Wednesday, uh, Michelle Sleeper and Becca... Um, from Atlanta that I had the pleasure of meeting and, and uh, the, their um, shop partner, Elliot Kirkpatrick. Elliot wasn't with them, but they went to TwitchCon, which, so apparently cons are something to do with costuming and stuff. Go ahead, Con Tim, because I don't know what I'm talking about. It's short for convention. 
Convention. Continue. Well, I, yeah, but I mean, like all the Comic Cons and those type things. This is not my world. I know they are makers. I know they are beyond amazing makers that do these types of things. Um, but I didn't. I had an opportunity this weekend. So anyway, Michelle and Becca came up from Los Angeles. They took a bus because they wanted to take some extra time to visit San Francisco um, after TwitchCon. And. Anyway, uh, Michelle has been a fan of a young man named Sean Thorzen of of uh, TNA. <laughs> it's Thorzen and Associates Workshop, <laughs> but he also does a blog, the Protagonist for Hire blog, and that's the link. I one of the links I want to leave. Anyway, Sean Thorzen is um, he makes like props and costuming things like for Star Wars. I mean, for the movie, he's got stuff in movies. He's an artist of amazingness. There is a, uh, and I will post a picture of this. I was going to wait until this so people can hear about it and then see it. Uh, he's from Petaluma, California. Petaluma, California is local to me. It's a little north of where Steve Ramsey lives uh, in the uh, North Bay. Small little town. He's uh, born and raised there. But anyway, there's an old, P- it's, and it's it's a historic town. There's an old PG&E substation that's there that is on the historical registry. But because of the asbestos and stuff inside, it's just a pretty building to look at. You can't actually go in it. They have some transformers on the outside that are still alive. But they don't want to tear this building down because it's, it's Queen Anne look or whatever you call it. Anyway, somebody hired him to create, I will post this picture. He made like a 20-foot electrical outlet to go on the side of this antique PG&E building with, an, cool. with a cord, a lamp cord plugged into it. And it's even got the white plate with the slightly off-white outlets sticking through like we all have in our house because we're too lazy to try and match that bone color with the white. Anyway, it's amazing. And he talked about the process of making this thing and, and the the cord he made out of schedule 40 conduit which is like this it's like 700 pounds that he has buried three feet in the ground in cement the cords coming up out of the ground plugged into the wall anyway it's awesome i'll post a picture sean thorzen protagonist for higher blog he talks about costuming cosplay the making of these giant robot people that actually walk around and the molds and everything is just it blows me away the artistry is unreal and Michelle and Elliot and Becca are part of Making It Up Atlanta. It's a Twitch feed, and that's the other link I'm hoping we can leave. Um, they're on every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and every other Saturday at noon Eastern Time. And um, they make everything from 3D printers. They're, they do builds of that or a costume. They might do leather work. They might do woodworking. But it's a live Twitch feed that you can pay attention to them. They're awesome uh uh, workers and that's who I'm watching. I'm I'm watching Twitch for making it up, which is a cool show. And then I'm also watching, uh, keeping an eye on Sean Thorson um, from TNA Workshop. You can Google all of those things and find them. If Phil doesn't want to leave a link, I might be done now. There were so many sidebars to that. I got like lost in a maze. <laughs> Ever see the movie Labyrinth? Uh, yeah, that's. I was in it. Remember that yeah. bubbly thing that looked like it was coming up in the. There's false. You were Hoggle. Tim, what are you watching? <laughs> I, already, I already told you. That's how many sidebars there were. I already told you what I'm watching. <laughs> oh my god, you did? I, I what planet am I on? Jeez, I don't even know where I am anymore. You spoke. My head hurts. Oh Just my god. Say what you're watching so we can go home. I am home. What? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, he definitely did not think that through. Um, here we go. <laughs> Hashtag callback. Exactly. Hashtag. I am watching uh, Small Shop Works. It's a new channel. And uh, I got to it because of one of those YouTube recommendations. And he came up with a shop stool made out of a single 2x4. And the cool thing also is that within this shop stool, there's a rack and pinion mechanism to uh, lower and raise the stool height. And all of this was made from one 2x4. Even the rack and pinion? Yeah. Wow. It's insane. That's, a, that's it's, amazing. Well, it's a cog in two racks, yeah. right? So as you turn it, it's they spread. But it was uh, pretty freaking awesome. So I thought that was cool. What and actually is a cog? A sprocket. You know, a gear. Hmm. Remember like on... Um, the Jetsons. The, the Jetsons, yeah. right? Cogs, so basically cogs. sprockets. Yeah. He made he made sprockets. And then the his competitor made cogs. What was yeah. it? Cogsley Cogswell. Cogs or Cogswell. whatever? Yeah. Cogswell. Cogswell. Cogs. Yeah. Cogs. And they're just gears. I'm team, team Cogswell. So. Are you? Oh, yeah. Long time. Actually, you know what? Arden. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense now that I know you. <laughs> <laughs> None of, this whole episode doesn't make sense. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, well, you would be a Cogsworth or whatever you said. So, anyways, uh, I think so that's... actually, I think you're right. I think it's Cogsworth. I was saying Cogswell. I oh, I don't know. Is I just it... totally made that up to be funny. I don't know. Just Google is it, it. Is it worth the Cog? I guess. I guess you'd have to order one to find out. Cogswell. It's Cogswell. Because yep. he cogs well, you know. Unlike Spacely, who just my, uh... he just spaces on sprockets. I mean. Like... Cogswell. Cogs on sprockets. Yeah. You know? Cogs. <laughs> I'm working on my Christopher Walken. I, I, I noticed. Sorry. That was good. That yeah. was good. That well, was really good, actually. It it always works well when I do uh, Dr. Seuss yeah. for my son. He hates it. Yeah. You know, I go, uh, one apple up on top. Two apples up on top. That's Do, do green eggs and ham. Green eggs and ham. That's all I could do. I don't know. Yeah, Sam, I, I am. Remember, Sam, I am. Do you have to? Can you practice that for next? I week? will. I'm gonna practice that. Okay. It's no, it's right. it's no Sean Connery. <laughs> Welcome to the Cogswell. <laughs> Welcome to special. But I'll tell you that that Lutz guy always sidetracking. I'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Lutz. Uh, yeah. His shite bars have shite bars. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. Oh, not bad. Uh, okay, where's my where's my notes here? Thing. Let me do our thing. Okay, so our channels on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. I'm Phil Pinsky. Check out ironandsoul.com, williamlutz.com. Thank you to Justin Sparks, timsway.net, and Council at timsway.net. Thank you to Jason Payne. For Hopefully that. soon. That's C O U N S E L. That's how that's C-I-L. Not C-I-L. C-I-L is no. the fake one? No, it's S-E-L. C-O-L-A. S-E-L is the fake one. C-O-U-N-S-E-L. C-O-L-A. Contact us for show topic suggestions, selling, autocorrect, by info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com or hit us up on Twitter at reclaimedaudiopodcast. Sorry. Sorry, sir. iTunes reviews. Need them? Haven't had a lot of them recently. I'd like to get some more. Gentlemen, ladies, please get on the iTunes. I left a a, uh, a link on our website, uh, reclaimedaudiopodcast.com. You click it. It opens up iTunes. You leave a review. Please do so. Patreon.com slash reclaimedaudio. The absolute best way 
to uh, to help these these people who think things through out. You know, we'd really appreciate that. <laughs> also, you get access to the pre-show, and the pre-show. <laughs> I mean, according to the two people we've asked, is fantastic. So you really want to get on that. Well, and, technically, uh, it's the two people you've asked, and both Tim and I love it. So yeah, I haven't so, really I mean, heard any of proper survey. Hey, really quick, too. Um, uh, in the words of the mighty Bob Claggett, who, by the way, we are going to call this episode unofficially. It's it's making it three because there's already a two making it's out there and but listen to making it to find out all about their latest episode that'll explain that but bob says don't just listen to our podcast share it and we appreciate uh everybody that does share this episode share reclaimed audio if you think we're funny if you think we have any nuggets of information put it out there let other people get a chance to think bill's an idiot you know that's a good point bill oh, that you are an nuggets. idiot and uh, <laughs> That was some low, low-hanging fruit. Wow, <laughs> man! And, and I'm, and I'm sure that we all have our circle of friends on the interwebs that we could share things with, and we all have those other people we could share things with. So, if you want to seek vengeance on them, you can share Bill's witticisms uh, via our podcast with the people that, that is quite dislike. apt. Yes. Yeah. What what you did? I'm going to talk to the boys after this is over about something. But what you didn't get to experience was Tim doing the whole finger thing like we talk about, you know, so, okay, I have a point. I'm going to chime in. I, I, I nicely let that slide down so he can step right in to let me know, yes, I am an idiot. Thank you, Tim. That's good. Yeah, you, you, uh, you, you in essence, you, you bent over so I could kick you in the butt. <laughs> Pretty much. This is the underhand lob yeah. of podcasts. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because our jokes wouldn't be funny if we had to work for them. That's right. We're actually very generous to one another with these jokes, I have to say. Every single one gets like, it's like a t-ball. We, we think it through. It's all scripted, the whole episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. And here's what mine says next part is, okay, goodbye. Have a great week, everybody. Bye, everybody. Wait, I forget what my line is. Be, be, good. Uh, go, be good. Be good. B.S. <laughs> <laughs> no, be good. That's a better one. I like that better. <laughs> goodbye.